podcast is sponsored by Faf. Alongside their range of amazing sewing machines, they have a selection of brilliant overlocker and cover stitch machines. If you're ready to take your sewing to the next level, then we really recommend you have a look at Faf's range of overlockers. If you've always been intimidated by threading an overlocker machine, then Faf's air threading models are for you. We sell the full range of Faf machines, so do get in touch if you've got any questions. Hello and welcome back to the New Craft House podcast. I am Rosie. And I'm Hannah. And you are you. <laughs> oh, God. She's trying to get us to have a catchy welcome intro, but it's not going to stick. Getting shot down. So today we are going to be talking about our patterns. So we mentioned last week we were going to do like a catch-up and cover the whole process from our idea to the final pattern that we release yeah and talk a bit more about the process because I think a lot of people don't know what goes into making a pattern releasing a pattern and then also a bit about the costing because people probably have no idea about that as well so just like a behind the scenes in everything that goes into developing a pattern I think we released our first pattern in I want to say early 22 yeah I think it was like February February and now what do we have now we've got um a pair of women's trousers men's trousers women's jeans women's waistcoat men's waistcoat dress everyday dress and then the lunar jacket and lingerie yeah so quite like a, a mix of patterns so we're by no means like the most experienced pattern company no i'd say we're still quite fresh we're newbies (laughs) Um, but so this is how we we do it basically yeah. we're going to talk you through should we talk about why we actually decided to release patterns in the first place because it was never actually our plan yeah 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 so, so you, I think you'd wanted to longer than me actually I took some convincing well I wanted to do lingerie patterns and I think feel like for like the last three years we've been saying to people yeah our bra pattern will come out soon but the bra pattern was never going to come out we say these things in workshops there's like certain things we say yeah I've just stopped saying I've stopped saying it now (laughs) I'm trying to become an under promise over um deliver yeah but I think I'm the opposite you're an optimist yeah um no we did because we do obviously the underwired bra class with cloth habits harriet bra and we always wanted to make our own underwired bra pattern so that was the thing that we really wanted to do initially and we did have a go at trying to learn how to draft them ourselves it's really difficult Mm. then we tried to find a lingerie drafter um also really hard to find basically yeah we were going way too in the deep end and it was stupid really because we were we were thinking we needed wanted that pattern because that was our most popular class but actually that pattern works really well for that class yeah so we didn't need it really yeah yeah. Um, we didn't need it. The sewing world didn't need it. <laughs> Cloth habit definitely didn't need it. <laughs> no one needed that. Um, so we started with some other patterns and we decided to go for trousers because... It was also to do with the workshops because we do... That's what I mean, yeah. to, to use in the workshops. Yeah. That was, the own, that was what it was all based on, basically. Yeah, those initial ones because we do a learn to sew class and we did we just used to use a top pattern but it wasn't like it was only a women's pattern so we wanted to do something for the two men that have ever come (laughs) (laughs) no we actually have quite a lot now like i'd say a lot of classes there's one man um but yeah we wanted a pair of trousers for men and women 
um, but that would be suitable for beginners. So that's how the everyday trials have started. And we also do jeans classes and we used to use the closet core pattern for that. And they could pick between the Morgan or the Ginger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they could do a stretch or a non-stretch, but then me and Rosie both prefer like a slightly different style of jeans and we just thought, why don't we just make those jeans as a pattern? <laughs> so why we... don't we just oh, yeah. <laughs> drop them? Actually, we'll go into that later, but that was a bit of a... St- <laughs> that was a bit of a bad decision. Yeah. But before we get into like pattern chat, what has been happening over the last week um start of july now everyone okay so later well let's go what's happened in the studio so at the weekend yesterday actually there was a shirt <laughs> we've just had a chat about how to pronounce shearing as it, have you ever thought in the about past it? tense yeah but even in the current tense shearing no shearing no Shearing. It's I know shearing. it's. Spe- I said. I, I say it like I shear a sheep, and Rosie said it's a different spelling. Duh. As if, but I know that. But that's how I pronounce it. But then she looked it up, and she says now that it's shirred. Yeah. So I've always been confused. Like I go to say it, and I just the word doesn't come out. Um, but and we asked everyone in the team, and they all say shearing. But according to Google, it's shearing, or shirred, sh- like S H U H essentially. Shirred. Yeah. Which is why my brain's confused. So anyway, we had a shearing class yesterday <laughs> to make just like a, a simple summer shirt dress. But it's going through all like the the techniques, basically, for people who've never done it before on their machine, want to get all the tips. And it's a patternless dress, which is really nice. So you just use your measurements. And I made one. If you're on our Instagram, you probably saw the orange one I made about a month ago. I haven't worn it yet because it's just been up in the studio. So now the class has happened, maybe I'll wear it. <laughs> um, but that was a really good class, I think. Got some really nice students writing nice things about it. So that happened at the weekend. And the shop was open on Saturday like normal. I was in Ramsgate on Saturday visiting Rosie. Visiting me, yeah. So we had a little Ramsgate day out. Ate chips. Ate some fish and chips, yeah. Um, went on a bit of a walk. It's really nice. It's quite a nice day, wasn't it? Sunny. Yeah, it was quite windy. Yeah, it was so, nice. Drank a shandy. Oof, love a shandy. <laughs> it was a nice day. <laughs> yeah, so that's what happened at home. And then also we had the biggest delivery oh, yeah. of our Wait, business life. This weekend I spent a lot of time in pain and I did moan about it quite a lot. Fred said, have you mentioned that you're shattered one more time or that your calves <laughs> hurt? <laughs> Um, he would leave but the whole team I think was a bit achy because on Friday we'd been to collect some fabric and I optimistically booked the van for four hours with two men helping and then and then there were three of us no four of us as mm-hmm. well four of the team were there um, and then it quickly became apparent that it was going to take a lot longer than that so the men got a third man to come and join who was like some renewed energy actually mm-hmm. and it took seven hours traipsing up and down two flights of stairs at their end at least at our end there's no stairs and um, it also isn't all finished we have to go back tomorrow yeah for another four hours i've booked the van for another four with three men <laughs> and I i've got nothing left so i can't do any more going up and down because <laughs> my calves just hurt so much we wouldn't usually help with the collection at all of the fabric but there was so much that it just needed as much manpower as possible so we all agreed to go there 
and help pick it all up? It was from a designer that's had to shut and go into administration. We actually have bought from them quite a lot over the last three years, I think. Three, yeah. four years, maybe. Yeah, they've been one of our like biggest suppliers, I suppose. Yeah. Dead stock. And you'll probably recognise some of the fabrics because some of them are coming back. Um, how many rolls do you think there oh. were? Oh. Thousands? Thousands. Definitely, yeah. And some of them have two metres on a roll. Some have 60 metres. So it's... To yeah. give you, we have no idea how much meterage we've bought. No. It's probably like most of the rolls are bigger than normal because they've had to shut. So it's like not even as much of a leftover fabric as it normally would be, you know? Yeah, it was really sad. They had the delivery that they just received to go into production, was there like still wrapped up. Mm. Um. And then alongside the rolls and rolls and rolls of fabric, there was so much trim. Boxes and boxes of crystals, chainmail, lace trim. Buttons. Jewellery making stuff, bag making stuff. Oh, and the leathers. Loads of lingerie. Yeah, and then there was a whole massive shelving unit of leather. Yeah. So (laughs) processing time. I mean, I wouldn't expect to see the leather anytime soon because that's going to be bottom of the pile to get sorted. But tomorrow, um, the team have just been building some more shelves. And then we really are at shelf capacity in this space. And the plan is to do some sorting of some of the roles. <laughs> I wish everyone could see it. To clear so some funny. space so that when the next lot arrives tomorrow, <laughs> we think it's going to be two more Luton truckfuls. Um, there's somewhere to sort of try and stick it. This is just classic us. Yeah, we've done we just this say before. yes to things and then it, it happens and then we have to figure out a solution. But it's fine because we will figure out a solution. This is our biggest delivery ever. We had a huge one before from Roxander. Do you remember that one? Yeah. And it was on pallets. And that went straight to a storage unit. We took a storage unit in Hackneywick, um, just like one of those big yellow storage things. And I took it all up and I said to the person like, as I was going in, I was like, is there a weight limit? Because we were on the second floor. And it was sort of a temporary floor put in. Mm. And then the, the man who was helping deliver it was literally like launching the rolls in. And it was setting off, the, it was banging so loud on the floor, it was setting off the alarms in so many of the units around us every time a roll hit the floor. And then as we were going out, they, they came over and they were like, we think that's overweight limit for that floor. And we just moved like 500 rolls of fabric into it. <laughs> And we were just like, we can't, we've got, we can't move it, we can't. And obviously it was fine. But that's sort of, if we get to that point where we literally can't move, can't sort it, then we'll take a storage unit for a couple of months. I think, yeah, it's quite likely. Yeah, because we actually have another delivery as well tomorrow from another designer. (laughs) This is kind of how it goes. Like, we have a few months where we don't get much and then there'll be too much. So, but we can't say no to things. We don't want to say no to things, but we also can't really say. That's just how it goes. We've got a lot, and it will all be coming out in the next, probably a year. It'll probably last. Yeah, us. probably. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking how many um, uploads will it be? It's so many months and months and months. And I can never not sleep. I'm. I always just go to sleep when I shut my eyes. But on Friday, I don't know if it was just because I was hurting so much, <laughs> <laughs> or because my mind had been like racing all day but I actually laid there and I couldn't sleep I was thinking why where are we going to put it all and I was really stressed about the leather I was thinking oh my god all that leather's going to arrive where's it all going to go where's it all going to go 
I had a little thought and then I thought, no, we'll just have to shut the shop. We'll just have to put it all on the shop floor (laughs) and deal with it for a few weeks. We've got the first collection though, like Haley's working on it already. So in a couple of days, a lot of chain mail is going to go on the shop. So by the time this comes out, the chain mail will already be on there. And they're amazing. super cool. Yeah. Like all different colours, different sizes. They look amazing just sort of as a cow neck draped as a top or dress. Really, really cool. So those will probably be already on the site. They are actually the worst to move as well because we they're they're quite heavy, and they're in big boxes of thirty mm. units, and we actually couldn't pick them up. So I do feel for the people that had to carry those massive tubs down two flights of stairs. Yeah, four flights of stairs. I actually slammed as well. Rosie slammed. <laughs> she hit the, she hit the deck. I'm injured. Man down. It was horrible. I was pumping on the other side of the room, and I heard this massive bang. <laughs> my most dramatic fall ever but I couldn't get up <laughs> so you were like oh god are you right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny but at least be- better one of us to get injured than someone else yeah 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 that's fine <laughs> <laughs> so that is what's been going on in the studio So we're going to go through what happens with a pattern. So right from the start, the little idea, yeah, timeline of a new craft house pattern. Yeah, idea pops into our heads, and where do we get ideas? I guess ping, ping, pointed at me. And then the where idea, do we get them? Yeah. I think it's like we think about what we want to be wearing and what there isn't a pattern for already. That's basically it. It's like, what is the gap? It's kind of different for all of them because the trousers well, yeah, was obvious. Were... We just wanted a basic trouser that you could sew in a one-day class, had a few different... Someone could use to learn how to use a pattern. So it needed to be kind of basic enough for that. Mm-hmm. We did things on the trousers like a faux fly, but in the class, you, we could, we depending on the size of the class and how fast they're getting along. Ellie can omit that bit if she thinks that they won't get to completing their trousers if they do it. So it has some features that you can miss out. Yeah. But still sew some really nice trousers yeah. from. But the basis is was still that, like, we want to wear them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I guess it is kind of based on our style. But the things like the dress and the waistcoat were definitely what we wanted to be wearing yeah. at that point and what we didn't think there was a pattern for. Or, like, not the exact right thing that we wanted. So, yeah. So we make the little... Have a little idea. Chat amongst ourselves. And then do a little little sketch. If we know we want, like, a specific shape collar for the shirt or something, then if we've seen that somewhere, we'll take a little image. We send these all over to Kate, who does our pattern cutting. With measurements, actually, as well. Like Yeah. So for things like Well, at the start, we didn't, did we? Because we didn't really know what we were doing. No. But now we're much better at being like, we want the sleeve to be about 20 centimetres long, or the cuff should be two centimetres wide. Things like that, because it really helps Kate get it more accurate first time round, which is obviously easier for everyone. Yeah. So we send them to Kate, who is Project Patterns. She used to run some workshops with us and she's got her own online um, courses. Online courses. So find her on Instagram if you don't already follow her. She's got lots of great content. Um, yeah, she has a lot of amazing free content actually mm-hmm. on pattern cutting. I um, really recommend a follow. She works in fashion and then has started doing all these online courses for the home sewing community. Mm-hmm. And we actually met Kate 
because she lived on a boat when we lived on boats. Yeah. The backstory. And now none of us live on boats, so that's <laughs> nice for us all. <laughs> um, so then the little scribble has gone off with the measurements and any images we've got. It's gone over to Kate and then she will draft the first pattern. Mm-hmm. So she does most of her drafting on Gerber, mm-hmm. which is like a digital pattern drafting software. Mm-hmm. Sends it back to us. We have it printed. Actually, that's not true. She doesn't always do them on Gerber. Like the jeans, she drafted by hand. Yeah, some things are like quicker to do it like that, right? Or like you can edit it easy. I can't. I don't remember. know. We we we're not pattern cutters, so yeah, that side really. is all just like handed over. But some have definitely come back um, hand-drafted. The jeans were 100% were. Yeah. But if they've been drafted on Gerber, like the dress, say it arrives back, um, we get it printed, or we print it out here because we've got a... Actually, we're borrowing Kate's A0 printer, mm-hmm. um, which is really handy when you're doing patterns because you go through a lot. It means you don't have to wait for it to arrive from the plan printing. And then we sew up a sample. So either we'll do that, or Tilly does it. Yeah, it depends how busy we are. Making. Or how accurate we think we can be as well, because we're obviously not as good sewers as someone like Tilly. Yeah, who's really precise. Yeah, it'll be like perfect. And obviously you want it to be super accurate if you're going to be making minor changes to the pattern. Um, but yeah, we have done quite a lot of them ourselves as well. Yeah. It's also nice to get a feel for how it sews up, because people are obviously going to be making them themselves it's not like a fashion pattern um and we've always had the sam the pattern graded to a uk it was to my 12? measurements but was it a 12 i'm pretty sure it's a 12 um and then kate will come to the studio and we'll do the first fit yeah so by doing it on one of us it means that we don't have to pay for a fit model for that like every time we do a, t- a fitting of it basically yes so basically we look at how the pattern hangs, how it like fits, any like weird bits, if it looks how we want it to look. And then you can make small adjustments like with the dress, definitely we shortened the sleeves, I remember. We changed the length of the tiers. Yeah, adjusted the neckline, changed just like the way it, I mean, I don't know how you describe this, but just straightening out um, like the waistline. Yeah. Yeah, like for on the jeans, that was really important, like how the waistband was sitting at the front and the back. Yeah. Is it called like the left? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we leave that bit to Kate. <laughs> <laughs> and then she will like write a list of things that we want changed and take it away. She normally takes the sample with her so she can actually refer to that. Often she's actually made marks or like put pins in the actual sample as well. And then she does all the adjustments, sends us the updated file when we do another sample and then come Kate comes back for like a second fitting and generally that's pretty right at that point all the adjustments are so small by that point that you can make them without having to test it again basically but on occasion we have had to do then another fitting where she comes back again Mm. we make a sample she adjusts it and it goes off again so you do that as many times as needed Kate didn't actually draft our extended block. Mm-hmm. She did, recommended that we went through the graders 
um, to find someone who could do that. So we did that. They drafted the extended block. We finalized our extended sizing charts with them. And then they had, I can't remember at the start, the first time they did it, that they they created the block and then they drafted the patterns to that block mm. and then they graded them and then we went in for fittings for each of the patterns. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember the, the timing of it all. Yeah. And so if you don't know what grading means, maybe people don't know. Yeah. But essentially okay. like, so Kate's done the initial pattern to say a size 12 and then the grading, they extend it up so the, that block will go up to an 18 and down to a 6. So, And you can do different levels of grade. So we went for a standard 5 centimeter grade, which basically increases each point in the body by 5 centimeters. But you can't just keep running that up and up because it gets distorted, because obviously as um, sizes change, they don't change in proportion everywhere, all the way up. So at that point, once we've had the pattern graded all the way up, using the new extended sizing block then we did some fittings for all the we'll do a fitting for the extended sizing pattern in the with the graders so we'll arrange a fit model we use a woman whose fits her sizing is to our size chart she's size 28 and we booked her through a fit model uh, agency they yeah if you didn't know that's a job it is we have to do is maintain your exact measurements <laughs> and we'll meet her there the samples of each of the garment will be made to her measurements and then we have a fitting there yeah. so the adjustments that we're making to the size 12 sample will be different to the ones we're making to the mm -hmm. size 28 sample and so it's then, essentially a different pattern because it's been used a different block yeah been made with a different block but each yeah. step and the processes that each one goes through are the same mm -hmm. so at that point when it's all finalized we'll get it graded using both the different blocks from size 16 to 34 yeah Stri 6 to 34 6 to 34 <laughs> yeah Did I say 16 yeah yeah from 6 to 34 and the oh we haven't mentioned any costs as we've gone along I'll just catch you up quickly. Scribble, free. Idea, free. Me and Rosie do that bit. Sampling, we pay anywhere from... Sampling normally per garment, I mean, it depends on what it is, if it's £20 per hour mm -hmm. um, for sample making, 20, £25 an hour. Probably like six to eight hours, maybe. Yeah, depends on the garment. Like, the jacket was much longer, jeans, like, yeah. Yeah. It just depends. Then... The grading we is 25. The actual like grading once they've finished the pattern. Any adjustments to the pattern is 25 pounds per size. So I feel like it's 375 for the range, pounds yeah. across the whole range. Um obviously you pay extra for sampling, extra for the fit models, you pay a lot extra for having the extended block drafted initially yeah and after that point we actually receive the pattern fully graded but it doesn't look like a pattern that okay. you'll be used to seeing if you're a home sewer it looked like a load of lines on a mm -hmm. one big document 
So at that point, it has to start being formatted. And Tilly actually does that as well, which is really handy because she's if she's done the sampling, she's really familiar with the garment. Mm-hmm. Um, she's amazing at it. She's like has a really good eye for it. She, we agreed when we did our first one, we settled on how we wanted the sort of style of the for- pattern formatting to be, and now yeah, we know exactly how it's going to look. She just formats it to the exact same style every time. Yeah, even things like just changing all the lines. Like when we get them back, it's all just solid black lines. So you have to change it for every size you want it. A dotted line or a dashed line etc and actually somebody has to manually do that and put in all the darts I mean there's there's normally a lot of darts in there but some of them need to be removed because you don't need them all for home sewing not darts notches notches that's what I mean yeah yeah there's a lot of notches on that actually in the home sewing world people don't don't put on their patterns um ones like seam allowance notches mm-hmm. just loads load. so we'll go through say which ones we want removing which ones are essential to be there and then we'll have written the instructions while this has all been going on yeah yeah because we've already normally sewn one or two so it's like it kind of makes sense to write them at that point so at some point we'll write them out fully um exactly how we want them to look and then tilly also does the illustrations for the booklets which is quite essential to the pattern (laughs) process (laughs) And she formats the whole booklet as well. Then we get it all back as a finished product, I guess, by that point. It's a PDF with the tiled A4 patterns in, the print shop A0 patterns, and the instruction manual digitally. We only do digital patterns, so we don't have to think about prepping anything or ordering anything Mm -hmm. to be printed. And then at that point, it goes off to testers. Yep. So we test across the size range um, from like 6 to 34. Depends on who's available, who we've managed to find. But yeah, we need to make sure that it's tested right the way across. So yeah, it depends how many people we can get. But And we pay everybody £50. A lot of people don't pay their testers, but we think, you know, it is work. People should be paid. So it's £50 and then they also get fabric from our shop if they want it. And then obviously they get the pad, like the finished pattern at the end as well. And they can use, they can get fabric to use for the sample or they can just get fabric that they like to keep and use something they already have for their sample. Mm-hmm. We don't really mind. Um, we generally do eight testers. So that bit costs £400. And then even though we have done fit, samples at different stages at that point sometimes something will come up yeah I mean you hope it's just something minor (laughs) because to go back to actually making big changes to the pattern would be a nightmare and thankfully we haven't had to do that no what what it's most helpful for is having a range of people check the instructions yeah and the illustrations like do the illustrations make sense yeah because there's a lot of room for error in that like when you're writing them up and yeah you can make small mistakes quite easily and our testers do their usual adjustments to the pattern so if someone did was a size 14 but did a fba they would do that on the pattern they would treat it as normal so it's not they're not just going to sew it up as is to a straight size 
and then it, we know it wouldn't fit them. So if they need to grade between sizes, then we ask them to do that. But it is nice to just see it on a variety of people as well. And like the different fabrics they use, I always think that's so interesting yeah. to see how the pattern looks differently. So then after testing, we make any amendments that we need. If we need to tweak any illustrations, add in a bit more info anywhere. They actually sometimes just find like typos. <laughs> yeah. We're not the be best missed. proofreaders for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes we make extra samples if needed, or if we want to run through them ourselves and things. But then it's basically time to photograph it and get it ready for launch. It's actually been different for different patterns though, because the lingerie patterns we did we ended up buying all of the photographs from the company, so we didn't have to do any of that ourselves. Um, and the first set of patterns we did, we did pay some models, so we paid them £100 each, I think it was. Yeah, I think two hours, two or three hours. Yeah, but the dress, we were so last... This was a completely accidental thing, really, wasn't it? But we were last minute, and we were like, let's just model it ourselves, because we really wanted to release it. So that just ended up being Hannah and I. Yeah, I don't know what we'll do for the next load. Before the photo shoot, we always have to sew all the final samples as well. Mm. So either we'll, either we will do that or Tilly will do it, um, depending on what's going on and how busy we are and how many we need. And then, yeah, we photograph it and release it. We were, When we did the first lot, we were going to get a photographer to come and take the photos yeah but because we weren't sure how well they were going to sell we didn't do that and i think it was a good idea it, actually I mean, our photos are it was really expensive it was, it was a few thousand pounds. an extra cost yeah that just didn't really make sense so we took them ourselves we were always going to take them in the studio we've got quite a big window at the front of the shop with the fabric drapey wall yeah so we just changed up the fabric on there and took the photos there and actually it works really nice i think yeah, I and mean, you can always go back and change the photos anyway and update them, refresh them. I think that's actually quite a nice thing to do, so maybe in future. Yeah. So then, yeah, we release them. Mm-hmm. And the patterns cost... 14. But you get the full size range, so it's not split into two ranges. You get 6 to 34, so you can make it for lots of different people in your life <laughs> if you want to do selfless sewing. Um, or grade between sizes really easily, things like that. The lingerie ones, the knickers, the briefs are all slightly less, aren't they? But we're going to do a separate episode on the lingerie because actually we mentioned it before, we bought all those patterns. Yeah, it's a completely different process, yeah. It was a completely different process. Yeah. So we're going to do a separate episode on those because I know people are interested about how that came about, how we ended up owning the patterns from that company that I know a lot of people are familiar with their bras. Mm-hmm. Maybe that will come a few episodes down in this season. But yeah, that's sort of the process, the timeline of it all. Yeah. How long does it actually take? Oh, I mean, God, I mean someone else. Case. If they could. <laughs> You've got a good work ethic. No, it's not the work ethic. It's the like, there's there's a lot going on here, so it's not it's not <laughs> no it's, it's, it's time not, man it's like project management. Yeah, but it's not one of our only job 
So it's not like yeah, no, it's not work. Me, that's the only thing I work on. It's organization and yeah, urgency. And like urgency. we have no urgency to get them out. Then it will start creeping towards the end of the season when it's appropriate for, and you think, oh shit, we got to do it. So there is that, or me going off on maternity sort of spurred on. That was sort of a, a deadline. Yeah. So if if we were did any deadline setting for ourselves, then we would stick to them. So maybe we should try that. Yeah, in but the we wouldn't because there's no like. Nothing actually happens. Nothing happens. Like, oh, well. <laughs> we need a boss. That's what we need. Yeah. But I'd say these have all taken us... It depends on the pattern. It really does because... I think that first load, we started developing them in July and then they were released in January. So it's about six months. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd say the dress was probably a tiny bit shorter, perhaps. Maybe four months, yeah. The dress and the waistcoat. Lingerie completely different. And then now we're sort of we think we do actually have another pattern ready to go and we've got more lingerie ones ready to ready in the pipeline um but we do want to do more dresses as well yes definitely most popular pattern has been by far actually not by far not by far they're they're actually quite even now they're they're definitely not not across the board not across the board but like the ones that are the most popular so go on the the dress the everyday dress yep the everyday waistcoat women's not the man's <laughs> women's, I mean women's in general like yeah yeah ma- men's patterns Whew, don't much, do it don't if you're considering it just don't um, <laughs> and the lingerie yeah the lingerie is done really well well I don't know if it's done really well but it's sold it, it's one of the most popular yeah. of our patterns and we've noticed actually that it is really seasonal obviously <laughs> but yeah. like over winter the waistcoat was like creeping ahead and now it's come back to summer then the dress is picking up again so yeah i think those two are quite even for the next patterns that we're going to do we're sort of thinking a wintry dress autumny winter wintry dress mm. probably get released in like late spring. february just <laughs> <laughs> and then another dress ready for spring next year yeah but there are a few coming in the middle to keep an eye out. I mean, it is one bit of the business. And absolutely not the biggest bit by any means. It's definitely not like the priority. So, yeah. But we really enjoy why. doing them. And like, I love seeing people make them on Instagram. It's my favorite thing to see them popping up. Yeah, it's up. so nice. And they look so different in different fabrics. Like, the dress looks so different. Yeah. And you the, can make the way look... people wear it and the hacks they do. I always love seeing the hacks. Yeah, hacks. Are, every, everyone that I've listened to, like pattern, pattern company that's has always said, like people always say seeing the hacks are the best thing. Yeah, and people making true. it like their own and putting their own stamp on it is so cool. I like it when people mash them with another pattern, another indie pattern. Yeah, yeah. It's quite cool seeing the two together. And when someone really loves it and they actually make loads of variations, I think that's just so cool. Like what you've kind of invented has become a big part of their wardrobe that's really cool did you know that as well as their sewing machines faf also have a range of high-end sewing tools and accessories we love their scissors that are all forged from german steel incredible quality they'll be with you for a sewing lifetime so hopefully this has shed some light yeah shed some light (laughs) on how we do it we have been asked in the past like do you guys draft the patterns and it comes with a face of like absolutely not well no i think people are worried that we do because they know we don't we're not trained pattern draft pattern cutters 
but we did have done none of the drafting so yeah feel happy about that because it wouldn't be good if we had (laughs) and do have a look at kate on instagram project patterns she does do loads of amazing classes online courses and things Mm -hmm. and is an amazing pattern cutter yeah if you have any questions about this send them our way and we'll add them in to the end of the lingerie one perhaps Mm -hmm. or any patterns that you want in your life we're always looking for ideas and things so let us know thank you for listening to episode two we are actually we're not we're doing not doing numbers we're not doing numbers we're not doing numbers anymore do you remember we got rid of them how do you catalogue them then we don't we just have titles okay it's just a running stream of episodes okay i quite like that actually well then see us for the next episode thanks for listening to this episode (laughs) see you on the next one (laughs) um have a lovely week everyone bye from me and bye from she (laughs) 